Bonus. Because it gave that me a, a bonus. <laughs> that was a good one. That was nice. That was thick. Um, Hard. Clear. Welcome. It's another week. No, it's not just a week. It's the. It's during a week. During a week. This is a special app. It is. Every every episode is special. No, episode. no. Some of them are very generic, very boring, <laughs> very safe, very ordinary. My name is Andrew Jones, and I'm very ordinary. But you're also boring and safe. I'm okay. glad. Well, I'm Johnny Ellis, and I'm movie neutral. Oh, that's nice. Must be nice. I've got low self-esteem. Oh! <laughs> right, let's bring this up. Come on. We're going to a screening with a director. Oh, I thought Q&A. we were going to Ibiza. What? I was told the Faker Boys were taking us to Ibiza. No, that's next week. And then they're going to boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Faker Boss was coming, and everybody's jumping. <laughs> We're um we're, <laughs> we're we're we we're gonna be in oh, the presence be. of podcast royalty. Because we'll royalty. be sat next to each other. Yeah. And we are the king and queen. Yeah. And we had to retire one of our princes because he went on the BBC. That didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you think we're gonna be um, able to meet no, uh, we're not. Mr. Kevin Smith. I don't know who that is. You said Podcast World. Yeah. Directing royalty. Um, DC TV. <coughs> oh, you mean Smodcast Directing royalty. Smodcast <laughs> Yeah. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> yeah. Did, that, did Smodcast go down I don't when <laughs> they left thingy? I don't know what happens. I don't care. Hmm. Never followed. They had, they had big issues with... um. Uh, mm. Thank you. What's his name? John Moffitz? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get it from that? <laughs> That's Thank why. you. <laughs> well, I just um, remember John Lovitz. Yeah, the John, the yeah. On the Universal City Walk closed. They had problems with him. I think I think everyone's had problems with yeah. John Lovitz. Oh, my God. You killed Phil Hartman. It's your fault, Dandy Dick. <laughs> I'm just being fun. Um, hey, Alan Jean. Well, I know Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith had problems with him. Ralph Garman. I don't know. Um, which, and I forgot I to is tell he, you about he, this is he, before. Is he someone who likes Batman? Yes. yes. He's not a fat man. Um, I forgot to tell you this before, but it was it was horrible. Like, cause this I'm, this I'm, was going to be horrible. I'm listening to uh, his new solo show since he was fired from K-Rock. Ralph Garman. Kevin Smith's rock channel. Yes. Oh, boy. Um, and he'd been away for the, over the weekend. He took like a long weekend for his birthday. And it turned out he came back on Wednesday and he said about how his um, his father, unfortunately, has been diagnosed with uh, cancer and has not got about six months left. Fun. Right. On his birthday, he found that out. Mm. And then he also, they, they did this whole episode and it was just like a shit show of this is what's been going on. Yeah. Him and his wife are divorcing. And that's why he's selling his house, which has got like a bat cave in it. And, you know, it's got like a, a proper bat cave with where the, the bookcase is the door. And you okay. open the door. Um, because people saw it, like, I think the LA Times or someone uh, wrote an article. Cause they because they need to fill sale. out their pages. Yeah. And they hadn't addressed it until... Uh, 
this episode where they were talking about. But the funny thing is, right, is that really whenever he now. does, <laughs> whenever he does the uh, the showbiz news, if there's ever a a split between a, seb- a celebrity couple, hmm. and they the celebrity couple always says, "Oh, they remain best friends and they still love each other." Yeah, and he always moans about the fact that, well, obviously you're getting divorced, so something's not. You can't still be in love with each other. And he's getting divorced now, and they had the exact same thing. Him and his wife, like, his wife sometimes co-hosts with him. Mm. And they were both on that episode, talking about how, well, we're going to be co-parents, we still respect each other, and, you know, we're still great friends. And it's like, no one's called him out on this, or he hasn't read out any emails. So now you're calling him out? Yeah. Okay. I just think it's funny. I mean, he was immature, and he matured very quickly. Yeah. He realised that (laughs) humans are more complicated When it happened to him, it's like... So I'm waiting for the next showbiz beat where a celebrity couple um, split up, and I'm waiting to see what he says. I'm I'm, I'm hoping he says something like, "Well, I I think I understand now." <laughs> cool. I'm gonna have the rest of this okay. conversation off mic real quick. Right, you little turd. We're done with that <laughs> conversation. Back to regular podcast. Um, so we are watching Jay and Silent Bob reboot to the Nooch. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. To the niche. Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited? A couple of weeks ago, I finally decided if it was on Amazon Prime, I would watch Tusk. That's the, it's not a Jurassic Universe film, though. No, but you know when you watch something, you start to wonder, does someone not have anything there anymore? Well, I rewatched Clerks recently, and it didn't really work for me this time. Maybe it was because I was sat next to my sister who wasn't liking it. And let's remind ourselves, she wants to watch Cats. Yes. So. Who doesn't? Uh, um, everybody <laughs> who is sane. Um, but yeah, I think. Oh, look, Spider-Man, he's, he's far from home. No matter what he Sorry. does, it's always very uh, indie. I don't recall Harrison Ford being in any of those films. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, it Best can... You gotta be in the right Drew. mood for an indie exactly. film sometimes. That's what you're talking about. Um, I think Snooch this is gonna be fun nooch. though. I think. <laughs> Angry. Um, I well, don't know about uh, Harley Quinn Smith being in it. Oh, from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. She was in an episode of uh, Supergirl, the first episode that Kevin Lena Smith. Lena Dunham Supergirl. Yeah. <laughs> the first episode that uh, Kevin Smith directed of Supergirl, she appeared in as a daughter who'd been. Uh, as some sort of Canadian convenience yeah. store <laughs> clerk. Yeah, I've not. Sa- have you seen Yoko? No, no. I've, I've saw Tusk. She's in that. Is she? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she makes there. a cameo as the yeah. They're yeah. both there, and then it's the same character. So it's, and then it's some actor pops up going. as well to be yeah. hanging out with them and doing a. Oh, heavy, I forgot about that. Here we French go back in acting. So he's got two universes going at the same time. No, no, I think one of them's put the door shut on considerably mm. by the fact that no one for Yoga Hoshosh. Yeah. Do you know why? Why? Did you see the trailer for Yoga Hoshosh? No, but did it ever get a release over here? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Died of death in America. It's a shame. Did well in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it was not Goon. It might do. Or Goon 2, Last of the um, which came out, you know, so long beforehand. I like Goon 2. I like Jay Bowershaw. If you're listening, I love you, Jay. You're not the best, Jay. He is the best Jay. Wow. One of them follows me on Twitter. Really? 
Okay. I'm um, sick of Ant. <laughs> I'm sick of Timothy Oliphant. I'm a sick of Ant. I think this is going to be. Not true. I'm not <laughs> sick of Timothy Oliphant. In fact, if he could be in more things, do you reckon he could be in more things? Could it be in he reboot? Could, if he really do you reckon tried. he could be in reboot? Everyone's going to be in reboot. You think everyone's going to be in reboot? Do you yeah. remember reboot? Back in the nineties, used to play it on uh, CITV. No, I don't remember reboot. No, granddads, please tell me more. There were like this green, blue, weird CGI character things. It looks really terrible. I'm going to have to show you. That's the uh, skateboard Martian people. Bike Mice from Mars? Yeah. No. Mm, That's what it sounds like. No. No, 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 no. This goes deeper into we were doing terrible things. Do you know what I looked up recently? Uh, Yesterday morning, and I don't know... Did you look up? Did you look down? Did you look all around? (laughs) Yeah, on on the ground. I can't for the life of me real figure out why it came into my head, but I just googled it, and all I googled was um, uh, polka dot plane show. Reboot. Nope. Horrifying. Yeah, that is quite sci-fi terrible. show. But um, if I say polka dot plane show, do you? Does that bring up anything for you? I think I just sang the theme tune when I was a kid. It was. This lady who'd go uh, step look outside up, or something. Pippin. Yeah, Pippin. Look up, look Do you down, that? look all around. You know, it's only a 15 minute show. Yeah, on yeah. the ground. And I don't know why it came into my head, but I was just like, oh, remember that polka dot plane? Come outside. Had three series. Good. Yeah. She had a lot of adventures on her plane. Yeah. It's cool, an old woman on a plane with a dog. It was very strange, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I'd like to go back and look over them just to see. How many times they used the same footage of the plane flying? <laughs> oh, every episode. Every episode, every it must episode. have been. Yeah. I bet they shot it once and that was done. They also changed the colour slightly so they could do it for Michael Brooks 999. Really? And they hadn't had any plane accidents, so they were just using the same footage. <laughs> BBC were cheap in the 90s. <laughs> um, Remember Michael Brooks 999? No. It's true stories of moments of horrible accidents and heroic moments from you know the emergency services. Mm. Told by, told by Michael Burke. No, just reconstructions. Yeah, right. It's like real cheap reconstructions, yeah. that's the joke. Yeah, I've seen shows like that. Have you seen shows like that? Yeah. You've never seen a show like that? I don't know. <laughs> because it starred Burke, Michael Burke from Burke and Hare. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, dug up dead bodies with Simon Pegg. It's been... Circus, one of those shows. So it's been 13 years. It's since. been... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 13 and a bit years since, since uh, Back to the Well. Kevin Smith dipped his toe into the US <laughs> When the world's view went a little askew. <laughs> well, um, now our world is better, I think. He's I think we've, we've, we've found a more palatable world, mm. an existence we can all feel comfortable with. He's, had, he's nearly died from a heart attack since. When did that happen? Um, Why didn't I hear about this? The day, yeah, he never talks about it. Um, but you know, you know, the day he started filming reboot was the the one year anniversary of the heart attack. And this was five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been two, three, four, yes. five, <laughs> six, thirteen years ago. Just after Clerks <laughs> too. Um, so it will be interesting to see if that has, because he said it did affect the story. He he changed like he changed the budget because he had to yeah. pay for help. <laughs> um and and it affected how many cameos he could get. He's well he's always said been saying in the interviews that 
Carrie Fisher Everyone. was not available. <laughs> they weekend at Bernie Dern. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he said the only the only reason people came out to do reboot was because he nearly died. So he only had that. You know, he he doesn't get that again. For clerks. Will sake. Ben Affleck pop up now? They've consoled each other. Will they have a quick green screen shot of him in the film? Do you not know? Do you generally not know? He's back as Batman. Yes. Yes. But, okay, is Jeremy Irons in it as Alfred? Or is Jeremy Irons in it as Vite from Watchmen? Well, Ben Affleck actually comes out of prison. He finally comes out. After I mean, that having, back tattoo was obvious. After having slept with that 15-year-old in Mallrats. When did... Wait. Did he slept with a 15-year-old? Do you not remember in Mallrats? You have to explain to me. He was the... Uh, he was working at the clothes shop. He was shop. Batman. I'm very aware he was Batman. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But where did he sleep with a 15-year-old? Are you kidding? Are you, where, at the end of where Mallrats... Where did he sleep with a 15-year-old? At the end of Mallrats, they showed the, the was video... It, was it somewhere very comfortable? Sorry? Was it somewhere very uncomfortable? I don't know. Like a back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, he robbed load. Yeah. Wouldn't that be good though if he if, if, if he was Rob Lowe if they brought that character back? I don't know. <laughs> be interesting oh, in this Me Too environment. Die. I'd want the pay- I'd want its character from Paycheck to return <laughs> for the paycheck. Yeah. Plus, also, you might get extra Paul Giamatti popping and going. I was your best friend. <laughs> remember? Shmee. Um Does anyone remember Paycheck? How long do you think they're gonna let? Kevin Smith talk for because we're seeing this at the BFI. Well, if you remember, the, the Genesis are doing a screening in which they're they're starting at four thirty because they're expecting yeah. a very lengthy Q and A. I'm not sure what the Prince Charles are going to do, and what time does it start? Because we're watching the B- we're watching the BFI rather than the Prince Charles because yeah. it's funnier to go and see him at a proper place. And it was the first one that came up. It was also the first and it's the first screening that he's, he's got in the UK. In the UK with your boys, the um, AYMM crew. So it starts at eight thirty. Okay, so that Q&A will be 20 minutes. Do you think? It'll be short. Yeah. Because they can't keep it going on for too long. Do you think we'll get out before midnight? Yes. Do you think? Yeah. We will punch our way otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've already told work I'm coming in late. Mm-hmm. I haven't told my work, which is my home, which is myself. Yeah. Because I work for myself and I don't get paid. I'm slave labour to myself. <laughs> it's terrible. I should sue myself. Um... Yeah. Mm. I would have liked to see... I would have gone to one of the long Q&A ones if I wasn't away this weekend. Oh, no. The time you're recording, you're going on holiday. Must be nice. Holiday. mm. You're going away from London. That's a holiday. Have you been in London? Yeah. Pretty shitty. (laughs) True. Yeah. Mm. I won't argue that, yeah. Yeah. Knife crime. Um, So, yeah, I I would have liked to have gone to Prince Charles or... I probably would have gone for the Genesis if they're starting super early. 4.30. Because Prince Charles likes to put multiple screenings of multiple Q&As. Like and they like to put more multiple maniacs, which is weird. Yeah. Um, so, John yeah. Waters references anybody. I would have gone to... Um, <laughs> I would have gone to the Genesis screening, but alas. I went to the Genesis recently. Yeah? Oh, a marriage yeah. story there. Oh, uh, yeah. So you the didn't like... Place of- did you like marriage? You didn't... It was not good. It was okay. Yeah, it was it, when it wanted to be funny, it wasn't very funny. When it wanted to be dramatic, it wasn't very dramatic. Yeah. 
it was the most middling Noah Baumbach, which is annoying because I used to love Baumbach. And he was starting to bounce back. I sort of remember it being a bit sort of heartbreakingly um, frustrating. It's it's annoying because it's not really heartbreaking because I don't care for the characters enough. Um, I'm like, oh, yeah, and then it ends. And then the score composed by Randy Newman. But they have a sequence in which they fly to Los Angeles and one of the characters loves L.A. And we don't get a song about it. It's right there. I think... um, We love it. I think I felt bad for Adam Driver's character a lot of the time. I felt bad for Adam Driver because he could have done much more. Because, you know, he was... The way... Am I right in thinking the way that it was presented was that, you know, he was... um, Slowly getting fucked over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is the way it's being presented. Yeah. Which is another problem I have with it is its particular male presence throughout. That was... you, You start the film with two sides... Yeah. And then you start leaning on Sky Johansson and then you force it to be the Adam Driver story. No, 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 yeah. no, no. We don't get... We need We need the balance. Yeah, because I remember halfway through, I I kind of... It's like dust on metal. What do you feel? Yeah. I um, I put myself out of it a bit and I was like, well, let's try and think about it from, from a logical Scarlett point of view. Ha- yes. Hansen's point of view now because I'd rather a more equal, but it feels like she's... We're when, supposed to be thinking she's the bitch. When you watch The Squid and the Whale... Yeah, and you have this uh, this even-handed look at yeah. everyone's awful. Yeah, and you're seeing it from the children's perspective, but they both got they're both picking a side simultaneously. You can see these things with Marriage Story. It is aggressively the protagonist is mm. the one who is the centre of the situation, and not the aside looking in. And that's a, a problem. When are you going to jump also to Wallace Shawn wasted? Yeah, again, just like Book Club. Yeah, remember Wallace Shawn in Book Club? He promises to DJ an event. And he doesn't DJ an event. Like, yeah. No, I want to see Wallace Shawn on the ones and twos like Steve Aoki. That's inconceivable. <laughs> Wookie, wookie, um, wah! So, uh, when, when are we going to the Genesis yeah, again? When do you think well, we'll go to the Genesis again? The screening of cats. No, we're going to the IMAX for cats. Yeah, but a screening of cats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another screening of cats. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Pitch House are doing the dog screening, the dog so family screening of we're cats. we're going to do IMAX, Super Screen, and then Genesis. Yes, we're going to Once Upon a Time in Cats. Oh, I cannot wait oh, for cats. Oh, kill me now. I cannot wait for cats. If I have to but go to see Star Wars just to avoid cats, I don't want to have to do that. <laughs> it's not fair to make that the options. Are you seeing Star Wars? No. 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 What's going to happen that I can care about? I booked, I don't like doing something I don't care about. I booked a triple bill and I didn't ask for the night off or anything and I just happened to be given the night off. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to see Star Wars then. What would you have done otherwise? Hand me the ticket, the gold, the poison yeah. chalice? Yeah. And I have to go? Yep. I had to go to see Star Wars once for work. <laughs> it was supposed to be a lunch break we special treat. We went to see treat. Rogue One together, remember that? Yeah, that's the good. I let you know like 20 minutes <laughs> early. Yes, that was the good one of it the Disney yeah, Star Wars good. ones. That's the only one I yeah. thought was actually good. Yeah, I've heard really good things about Mandalorian though. Cool. Do you know what I've heard about Mandalorian? Everything. Everything. All I, yes, all I know is that Werner Herzog and Nick Nolte are in it. Yeah. I just, I just want, I like the fact that all the trailers were, it's Werner Herzog. Mm. <laughs> I don't need, that's all I need to know. Um, it's hot. Did you see the red carpet thing? When he was talked about the po- the puppet. No. Baby Yoda's like, it's heartbreaking. 
That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not, it is my scouts. new performance. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> Hi, my name is Christoph Roth. I'm performing the world of Werner Herzog. It'll be my third Oscar winner. I love Oscars. <laughs> um, that's a Mando. So, how, like... Walter Jay- for Elephant. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob Reboot has The been original out. Dumbo. It's been out in America for a while now because he's been well, sort of out. He's he's doing the, well, the tour. end of October, right? Yeah, early November. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think it was October eighteenth actually. Oh wow! Yeah, I, thought I, it was I think like, it was the day before my birthday. I thought it was the day we got up to sleep. They got it. The Hallow's Eve. No, I'm pretty so sure. I'm pretty sure had, he had one on my birthday, and I was like, oh, if only I'd been in America, I would have maybe gone for my birthday. They would. Um, no, I probably wouldn't have. But uh, <sighs> it's been out and about. And it's been it's been doing the rounds. But I heard nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. I was about to ask. Uh, but simultaneously, I heard nothing when Rob Zombie's final part of the Devil's Reject House of Thousand Corpses trilogy came out in October as well. So the people who care about that stuff yeah. just weren't tweeting. I think because they were at film festivals all October. Maybe, maybe. So that's how we learn all about the Irishman and Martin Scorsese's thoughts on cinema. So it'll be interesting the to see fucking month. It'll be interesting to see how and he was right by the way. This. Turns out. I think it's going to be nothing. Yeah? Yep, I've got a feeling this is going to be a really sad experience for me. But I feel like we couldn't not do this. No, no, we have to do this because yeah. we've done so many of the others, the ones yeah. we caught you up on the whole yeah. Oscar universe. Yeah. Do you have a ranking so far that you're willing to give? No, because uh, I've sort of forgotten them a bit, and that's why I've been trying to go back into them, but I've not, I just haven't I don't know why I'm doing this, I've got it managed. logged in my head as well. Go on, what's your, what's your ranking then? Bottom, Jail Silent Bob's right back. Okay. Then, War Rats, number five. Right. Number four, Chasing Amy. Okay. Used to really love it, think it's not quite as smart and intelligent as it wants to be. Right. Number three, Clarks, period. Okay. Fully stop. Number two. Clarks 2 is number one. Is it Clarks 2 number two? No, the Buddy Christ. Dogma. Oh, Dogma. Number two, yeah, Dogma. Yeah. Clerks 2 is number one. Yeah. yeah it's his most mature yeah. piece of work. Outside of Zachary Make a Porno, of course. Um, I wonder if he'll, if he'll hint towards Clerks 3, because nope. I think, isn't that confirmed now? I don't care. Hmm. We'll have to see how James Island reboot his first. Yeah. And then we can be like, oh, shit. I think we're both going into this, and they're like, all right, let's just, you know, let's, let's have a look. And it's... <laughs> Oh, I don't, it's not even let's have a look. It's real trepidation for me. Yeah. This last decade has been so depressing. There was a time when I went to a press, was meant to go to a press screening of uh, Red State, and someone squealed to Kevin Smith on Twitter a couple of hours beforehand that that he was going to a press screening. And then we got a mess email from E1 in oh, the centre of London yeah. saying, actually, the screen's been cancelled because Kevin Smith got in touch with us. We can't do it. And um, we were meant to have a Skype Q&A as well. It was meant to be like a, yeah, they faked it as a fan event. Right. With a Skype Q&A afterwards. So we were going to have a Q&A with him there, which is going to be exciting. Right. But no, someone squealed. That fucked everything over. By squealed, so they, do you they, mean, did they just like tweet him and be like, oh, I can't wait to see you at the thing? Or or did they tweet him and be like, they, they tweeted oh, him, why I, are you going to a press screening? No, no, they tweeted, they tweeted him saying, did you, did you know we, we, us, some of us press are doing a, going to a Red State screening? Because he was very specific about no press screenings for this film. Right. Oh, we already of, said it before. Because Cop Out got such cop out hatred by press yeah. that uh, at Sundance he did the bidding, 
the auction yeah. for the film, selling the auction. And the thing was also no press screenings. Right. That was key. Press don't get to see it unless uh, they're paying a ticket. Yeah. I couldn't remember which one was which was. The it was Cop Out because he was like. Oh, if before Cobat came out, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm doing this as a paycheck. It's getting to do a studio movie. I don't really care. And then the critics hating them. Fuck you, critics. Yeah. These are the guys who gave you your career, you wanker. Yeah. And that was always a big problem was just this inability, you know, this, this facade of I don't really care and then suddenly caring. Choose a side. Empathy or anger. Cynicism or caring. But don't mm. be both and then fake both of it. You poser. And he is very against... You yoga poser. <laughs> He's against uh, Cop Out these days, though. Because he, 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 everyone's against Cop Out. He uses he, he, it as a bit of a joke. So I wonder when that happened for him, when he turned back. And he was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just laugh, I'll laugh with and not. When He's the kind of guy who uh, ebbs and flows with what the audience does. Yeah. Which is fair. Give the audience what they want. But if if you stand for nothing, Smith, what will you fall for? <laughs> <laughs> um, he was shit about, you know, he would... When he saw Paul Thomas Anderson at a massage parlour once, he was shitting on Magnolia to him. <laughs> yeah, don't be a dick to people. What's you Paul had the whole thing about the uh, too fat to fly. I've never seen. Have you ever seen that? No. Wasn't it? It was a stand-up sort of. One of the evening withs. Yeah. I've got two of those DVDs at home. Very right? very loosely called stand-ups. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Well, like his because well, he does stand up. His his them. last one is his Q and A. They're called Q and A's. No, that it wasn't. Oh, well, there's was actually just a stand. Oh, fuck it that. Was him, it was him just Monolo- anecdotes. Yeah, monologuing. Yeah, um, and it's quite good. I've just listened, like syndic- syndic- I've listened to syndicate syndics. I've listened to a few of them. No, I've listened to it a few times rather. Uh, this new one, um, an evening with, but not Q and A, because it's the one that uh, he had his heart attack at. He, he was supposed to oh, record fuck. it twice. He recorded it once and had a break and. It's just called New York. Started throwing up and <laughs> yeah, and then he died. So I listened to it just out of curiosity to see. I wonder if I can hear his heartbeat. Oh bloody <laughs> hell! Um, but it's quite you know. I it's one of those things I I like to put on. I think I had it on last night. You know to. Is that the morbid thing when people are like, hey, here's Chris Cornell's final appearance or Chester Bennington's final appearance? Can you tell the depression in their voice? They're about to hang themselves in three hours' well, time. No, what I was the just, fuck? I was curious. What the fuck? I was curious to see because, like, he said, you know, he's gone on and on and on about it, about how he didn't even know when he was doing it until he had the break and he was feeling a bit iffy and threw up and the thought, adrenaline yeah, fell apart. Thought I'll throw up and that will sort it out, and it didn't. And yeah, he threw up his lungs. Um, but it's really it's it's not. Throw your hands up. I was going to say it's hard to get a copy to watch, but it's not. But it's just not on streaming or anything. Oh and no! I don't want to pay for it. Yeah, it's, who does that? You know the the audio is on streaming on Amazon Music. Unlimited. So, yeah. Or limited. Um, so yeah, uh, it's definitely worth listening to at least I'd, once. No, I prefer not listening to things. Sometimes I just want the artist's voice to be in the art. Sorry, what was that? I wasn't listening. Mm. See, it's rude, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I. This is what an hour and forty-five minutes. Really, I, don't, I think. I think it's. I think it's now and forty-five. Because I was looking because I've got work after. That's an hour and twenty-three minute film at best. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um. No. What are we gonna do with this? I don't know. Let's just get it over and done with. 
I guess we'll be back soon, you'll see. Yeah. Back soon. Back soon. You, are you afraid of the back soon? Who isn't afraid of the back soon? I'm not afraid of the back soon. <laughs> Um, is that yeah. the most underrated film of the last decade? Probably. Yeah. God, yeah, that was just. A I saw it in the same place we've seen Kevin Smith. So. Oh. Don't think he's gonna be sitting on the row like the directors were, right next to me. Sat right next to me. Might he might be. Which was nice because I was laughing all the way through. So they were getting to see you know, a twenty-one-year-old <laughs> man laughing at Winnie the Pooh, realizing oh good, it definitely I... works. <laughs> it's definitely good that it's gonna be released alongside Harry Potter's final appearance. I went to see um Disney. Uh, I saw what the did you go and see? Ian McKellen documentary. Ian McKellen And Ian McKellen was sat there watching it. <laughs> like, a lot of the times I've seen films with Q&As and stuff at the BFI. A lot of the time they'll sit and watch it with us. That's weird. Usually they just go in the green room. I remember Thingamajiggy. Uh, Dustin Hoffman was in the screening for Quartet at the London Film Festival. Yeah. And someone knew he was there, so we just sat in front of him and laughed really loudly throughout it. Everyone was like, it's a fine film, it's not that funny. Yeah. It's not that funny. Um, do you think... Nick Reffin didn't sit through his film when they did uh, Drive. It seems they caught him outside <laughs> and congratulated him for saying fuck on breakfast television. It seems to be just Kevin Smith coming over to the UK. Well, who else would you expect? Well, while he's been doing the tour in the US, it's mm-hmm. been him and Jay. Right, and, Jason's been busy. Um, Harley has been there. She's probably, you know, doing something important with her life. Um, what about Jen? Jen? Huh? I was gonna say, what about Jen? That yeah. seems weird. Two out of three. Yeah, she's so staying you... at home, looking after the, the house, making sure it doesn't get burgled. So, do you think? Do you think it will just be him, or yep. do you think? Yeah. Yep. I think it's just him standing on stage, and he's gonna reenact the film for us. We won't even see the Maybe. film. That's why yeah. it's an hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah. Because you got to remember a couple of times. Like, oh, one second, one second, one second. <laughs> My impression is he's in Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. New Jersey. I started watching um, All Rats with the director's commentary. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't sound like him at all. Like, I've listened to enough podcasts to be like, what the fuck? He sounds oh. really high-pitched well, on the don't, All Rats. Don't forget that is at 25 frames. It, so is that... Oh, is that... Mm, maybe. So it's sped up slightly. No, no, the director's commentary, though. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, because it's, it's in sync with the movie. Yeah, I guess, yeah. You're but even so, fool. even so, I think he's, he's much more. Yeah, I think seven, he's much more gravelly. Which is why he then did Zachary go to porno when he finally yeah. could. <laughs> um, but yeah, gravelly. Voiced. I think we're yeah. He's 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 much more gravelly voiced these days. I saw him what last year. He did. I watched him do a live stream of uh, Christopher Robin gifts he got from <laughs> Disney and just watching him unbox that. He sounded like he did. Huh? I don't know. Maybe the audio podcasting format. Maybe microphones cannot pick up correctly. Maybe. Can't pick up correctly. Pick up correctly. Pick up correctly. Do you think we'll be the least enthusiastic people at the screening? I don't think we're... We're not... That's I'm, why we're at the BFI, so that we're <laughs> at the weird place. We're not going... I'm not... Uh, I, at least, am not going in... Wanting not to like it. I'm very cynical or about the reasoning of doing like this it. in the first place. Mm. And that's the thing, is I don't see the, a reason why anymore. Yeah. I mean, Jay and Silent Wolf's right back. Like God literally closes the book on the story at the end of that film. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then Clerks 2 is something that I 
that was very strange to do, but I think worked well. And was Clerks 2 the last... Yeah, that was the last yes, one, wasn't it? that was the last one. And it was, was a good... Five years later. Yeah. And, and everyone, it, everyone it, back then was like, why are we doing this? Why why would you do this? Because that's stage of his life. But, but it's it, weird to do then Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, now. it still felt like Clerks 2 was a good bookend. Yes. Or at least a, a good... It's like before sunset. Yeah. A good second chapter for some of these characters, and just yeah. seeing where they're evolving to as adults. But, you know, will this, because it's Jay and Silent Bob heavy, will this be the before midnight? Mm. Or will this just be Avatar 2? I'm trying to think of yeah. sequels that came out way too late. And, they're much and Avatar less 2 relevant. is coming out way too late. <laughs> they're much less relevant these days, Jay and Silent Bob. They were like. Cultural phenomenons. They were in Scream 3. Yeah, exactly. And Degrassi and stuff. Yeah, but something actually watched, people watched Scream 3. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I think I was expecting much more of the promotion. Because I thought it'd be like... I've seen posters on the tube. Yeah, but I thought there'd be more stuff like maybe online and stuff with James Silent Bob. Um, It's him and Brad Pitt... And Ed Sheeran. It'd be like, what characters have come back recently where they've kind of... Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's a real indie movie. I was thinking Dumb and Dumber, but even then... Oh, God! You know I, mean? like... I forgot that existed. That was one of, That was one that I would definitely have pulled about yeah. a minute ago. Because they were Dumb and Dumber too. Yep. <laughs> to what? To White Castle. Right. Classic story. You can put it transparent to every double act. <laughs> Abbott and Costello go to White Castle? I don't Who's on first? The references here. They say, no, his name is Howard Lee, you racist. Who's on first? Um, yeah. You've never seen Cruella Vaud de Ville? No. <laughs> Are you looking forward to Cruella? Starring Paul Walter Hauser who has been tweeting constantly while he's been in London, it's quite sweet, because for a couple of weeks he would just be like, here's Friday night, me and Sebastian Stan hanging out in Soho, getting drunk and riding pedicabs. Yeah, I had a friend pass by the uh, filming of that. My sister recently, uh, yesterday, I think, Hmm. passed by the filming of a street cat named Bob 2. Do you know that's a thing? No. (laughs) How the... (sighs) Apparently that's a thing. I've still not seen the street cat named Bob Is the tread away back, or is it just the cat now? I've not even seen the first one, so I don't know. No one saw the first one. That's why I'm surprised. My sister did, and she was saying I need to see the first one because apparently I'll cry at the first one. Yeah, but you cried last Christmas. That's not the same thing. <laughs> last Christmas was it's heartbreaking. Basic, okay, and we sim- won't talk anymore about it. Simple heartstring plucking based on effective editing is not the same as making you genuinely feel something. Wreck It Ralph makes you genuinely feel something. Yeah. And that ending is fantastic. And then Wreck It Ralph breaks the internet. And breaks your heart by making you go, oh, this is terrible. Maybe Disney films shouldn't have sequels. And then Frozen 2 comes out and they confirm your fears. That popped up on my memories recently, uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, when I went to the internet I was going to do that, then I had work. I got a job instead. It's quite good. Yeah, but the film was terrible, so it doesn't matter. All films are terrible. Speaking of which, Infinity War is still on. Yeah. It's been on for a long time. I would say at least infinite. Whoa. Shall we go see Jane Silent Bob reboot? I'm trying not to. Come on, let's just go. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. 
friends on the other side. Snoochie boochies. This is the frog. I'm doing Disney. All right. Disney. Snoochie. By Randy Newman. Randy Newman did the Scottish Marriage Story. Starts off the whole conversation again. Snoochie. Snoochie. Snoochie boochies. All right, you motherfuckers. I know you're in there. Come out right now. Stop the motherfucking plan. doesn't have a dick. He's got a fucking dick. He just got a tucked in. Identify yourselves, motherfuckers. I'm Jay, and this is my head of life mate, Silent Bob. Don't tell me you guys have no idea there's a new comic book movie being made of the old comic book movie you two are the basis for. That old ass star-studded piece of shit, that movie sucked balls. Suck asshole, too. Your Honor, I object. I'll allow it. That movie did suck balls and asshole. We got three days to get to Hollywood and stop this reboot from ever happening. Boys, I had a baby. Jay, brace yourself. You're about to meet our love child. I think I'm gonna need to see a blood test. No, Jay. This is my daughter, Millennium Falcon. Can you take us to Hollywood with you? Fuck no, man. It's a tough-ass neighborhood. Either you take us to Hollywood, or I stab you both to death on my own front fucking lawn! And on that note, we cue the music. Fuck! I'm glad you guys are smoking back there. I was driving someone about a week ago, and he took a uh, big shit. You have no idea how hard it is to get the smell out of pleather. Yo, Methods, let's do this. Fuck! I just found out I have a kid, but I don't know how to be a father. Anybody with cum can be a father, but only love can make you a dad. How you gonna talk about love and you flinging cum all over the place? That shit's unseemly, bro. What do you guys think about this reboot? It sucks. There, I said it. And who's directing this shit anyway? Kevin fucking Smith? Smells like this reboot went up in smoke. Snooch. To the Snooch. To the nooch. I mean, what a fun... Alright, alright, alright. Before we get into the film itself, mm. did you have fun at the screening with Kevin Smith there? Well, is, don't you think he's a fun guy? He's energetic and loud. Yeah. Does that mean fun? <laughs> James Corden's the same. Yeah, but he's... I don't know. He's. I could listen to Kevin Smith. And I do, for hours on end. You couldn't listen to James Corden? No. Here we go! Singing the arches, I didn't realise that. Oi, James! How's the fence coming? Oh, I'm just driving around! Oh, he's a weird guy. Um, oh no, I've fallen off and broken my back! Ah! <laughs> Nelf the Sailing Boy, written by James Gordon. Alright! I'm off in Canby Island now, aren't we? <laughs> Remember I did that thing about the Essex guy and the Welsh lad? <laughs> Love me! So, when I got into the BFI, I spotted uh, Kevin Smith, and mm. I said to you, Oh, I saw Kevin Smith doing 
like a meeting. Signings. Page. Yeah, signings. Mm. And I didn't realise, I thought it was a queue going into the screening. I was like, <coughs> already, like, we've got our seats booked. Yeah, there's no need. No need to queue up. And I thought it was a bit strange. And then I heard, hey! <laughs> and I said this to you, and you're like, oh. And then he comes the out on stage. The first thing he does when he comes out is, hey! <laughs> Have you never heard any of his podcasts? That's how he... No, I don't listen to the podcast because I don't want to hear him talk about nothing that's useless. Uh, he's just... We'll get to that later. <laughs> he's a really good, like... Hmm. Um, He's the embodiment of the fan. Loud. <laughs> of, like, movie fans. You know? I want to quote a line Stephen Graham says <laughs> in Rocketman. I'm going to have a massage. <laughs> <laughs> It's the, only, it's the only line that matters. <laughs> no, all right. Don't break your neck trying to suck your own dick. <laughs> and I think that very much applies to Kevin Smith. Yeah? Mm. I mean, he's got thin so he can suck his own dick, but... Oh, and <laughs> that's the, the only reason. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, heart attack. <coughs> this film is very much... And this whole experience is Kevin Smith. Why oh, God, yeah, out. it is. Yeah. Um, and I, for one, don't enjoy being splattered upon. <laughs> Um, so, come on, you must have liked some of it. We're, I think we're in two very different camps here. Mm. I didn't hate it, but I, I, you know, I enjoyed it. And it's like, I kind of left... I didn't see the whole of it. I <laughs> saw chapter one. I left the, the screening of uh, Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Mm. Um, thinking to myself, you know, I'm not going to rush to see it again. I won't rush to buy the Blu-ray unless it's for a Christmas present for a dear friend slash For a dear? Bappy? <laughs> Bappy's gonna get that. After um, all, Bappy's been through. <laughs> Lost both parents. You know, I wouldn't. Point. I wouldn't rush to see it again. But it was nice to see it. Um, there's a couple it, of. It s- is what 2015 oh, and 2000. It's not funny anymore. No, it's never been funny. It's a horror movie. But um, yeah, there are a couple of moments like mm-hmm. I want to talk about the Ralph Garman thing, but I, you you talk first. You just. Give me your experience and, you know, what do you think? Why why, why are you wrong? <laughs> there was... A, I'm going to jump to the Q&A. Okay. <laughs> there was a moment in the Q&A in which someone asked about uh, Jeff Anderson playing Randall and yeah. Clerks 3, the possibility of that. And obviously in the Smith way, it's a Q&A that has a diatribe that runs for 15 minutes. Yes. Which gets to him saying, right, now I've had the heart attack and I've gone through this and I only want to make... These films in the viewers' skewed of us now. I want to make. I'm going to make Clerks three, and then I'm going to do more Rats two. Yeah. And I just sat there, and my eyes glazed over, and I just went into a deep depression, realizing one of my old film heroes is now not even trying. Because Clerks two, masterpiece. Right. An original picture, a sequel that's also an original picture has a different style to tell. Right. But what I saw on the screen was literally. The first 45 minutes are scene for scene, Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Oh, yeah. Without any of the tension. And as I was coming home, I realized Marshall Willenholly, Wilk Ferrell's character, right. is the tension in that film. He's the one chasing after them. There is no one chasing after them, so they're just going around doing things. And that's just a hangout picture where there's no one hanging out. And then the last half of this film is Dumb and Dumber 2. Dumb and Dumber 2? Yes. Explain. Dumb and Dumber 2 sees... Jeff Daniels, yeah. or Jim Carrey's character, one of them has a child. And the other one falls in love with the child. But that's not that. Right. But one of them doesn't realise they have a child, but then, you know, as trying to, but then realises and tries to connect with them. Yeah. For the whole film, and goes to a convention. 
They go to a convention and try and hang out with them, and it's a goofy duo. Right. They go on a journey, then they go to a convention and they try and hang out with one of their daughters. Yeah. And they're aging and they look old. You this remember is far too much Jake, that Dumb and Dumber too. <laughs> I remember Robbie Collins sat behind me and then half an hour, you know, an hour and a half later he was on live television trying to explain what Dumb and Dumber 2 was and I couldn't believe he could get any words out because I just felt so miserable. <laughs> Universal! What a great screening room. <laughs> but I remember a lot about that film only because I watched Jay and Silent Bob's reboot and realised, oh shit, this is the worst version of Dumb and Dumber 2. This is somehow worse. So if you had a choice, Dumb and Dumber 2 or yeah. Jay and Silent Bob? Dumb and Dumber 2. Right. And it's fucking weird because that film is reprehensibly awful. And that's nothing to do, because usually when it comes to this sort of thing, you go, oh, because one's shorter. No, I think Dumb and Dumber 2 is now of 50. So right. it's five minutes longer. Okay, right. But I feel like there might be a joke in that film somewhere. Right. Whereas this, it really is just, hey, do you remember this? Do you remember that? And it's like the Disney situation at the moment. Where they're making so many live-action versions of their cartoons, live-action meaning quotes, Yeah. that what are they going to have in 20 years' time to do? You, he's just made a film which is just, hey, remember this, remember that. So what are you going to build off of this? This is a structure that does not hold water. Mm. Yeah, Quirks I... too, own original story, something compelling, an emotional through-line. This, they try an emotional through-line, but it fails miserably. And unfortunately, Harley Quinn Smith, not very interesting as a stage presence. Yeah, I, I I understand about Harley Quinn Smith. Um, but the dialogue all over this place is kind of... Like she feels stuff. very... Whenever Loud. I see her on screen, I can't help but think about the nepotism involved. Mm. And it, it's hard to, hard to stop thinking about She's that. She's one who has not justified the reasoning to be there. Yeah. And I get a lot of it is very incestuous anyway. Yeah. But... Um, this even is a film where they need someone when Rosario Dawson shows up it was exciting and I remembered yeah. oh she's already been in the film but it felt like that's fresh yeah. have someone like a Ros- have someone like um, oh what's her name Joey King right yeah yeah. she's someone um, who's different but and is willing to work with Rowan Emmerich so you know it was the same for when um, Harley Quinn Smith was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood barely spot it, 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 it gives yeah you, she's barely in it so it's yeah. alright yeah but it is, you know, if I see her on the screen, I'm like, it's Kevin Smith. But she's her. lucky that she's got Lena Dunham there to shield her away, and you're just hate, focusing your hatred on Lena Dunham and yeah. how awful a human being she <laughs> seems to be. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I completely understand and, in a sense, agree with the whole Harley Quinn Smith thing. Right, that's not um, a problem. But um, I, I just don't think it needs to be that... It doesn't need to be important. Like I think you you were looking for something. I was looking for or, a, a or reason moving. for this to exist. Um, and the reason to exist is being I survived, so I made a film. Is not good if you haven't made a film worthy of existing. You live in this world. Make something with it. Um, Don't just hang out with your friends and then show that. That's a podcast. That's what you <laughs> literally do all the time. This is a movie. This is meant to last for generations. Fucking make something that is important. Yeah. Say something I, now that you can then revert to later. Explore, expand. Mm. Don't just have jokes about Ben Affleck in Batman. Yeah. And Chris yeah, Hemsworth it is with very, a uh, very nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And Chris Hemsworth no, hologram, not the funniest hologram joke this week. Silicon Valley did a oh. hologram thing with uh, Russ Tanner and it's just um, much better, much better. The turning to the camera, there was one whole segment where they turned to the camera and they just like waved as well. Yeah. <laughs> Straight out of the first <laughs> just, one. Yeah. And I was waiting for the entire scene with Jason Lee. Wait, right. right, they're going to do the, this is the scene where they're going to look to the camera. Right. Um, so long. 
sometimes that got a bit like, all right, come on. But when they do um, something original, it's Fred Armisen. Yeah. Doing uh, hater tots. And it's right. like, okay, well, is this going to go anywhere? And it doesn't. Yeah. Goes to the Ku Klux Klan. I did. Yeah, that was a weird. Awkward placement. That was a that weird, like, meander. Yeah. Do you know, it reminded me of uh, Django Unchained. It reminded me of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 when suddenly you roll up and there's Ku Klux Klan. It's like, Not wait. God's that bit. Wait, wait, <laughs> really? sometimes, you, sometimes you walk around and you'll see a burning cross or a clan <laughs> meeting. It's like, what? Did, did I walk into something different? And that felt like this film just walked into some di- thing different it happening. It was like, so wait, out of the blue and just, yeah. Um, because that's about, you know, no characters. Those those characters in the band who have nothing. They yeah. are not a thing. And the yeah. joke is they're, you know, they're diverse retelling of another version. Of it. But you're not doing anything with it. The yeah. other characters had character. Um, I did like the the, the sort of oh, background joke with Fred Armisen. When he handed him the thing and he's the just holding it. And you just say, please come up. <coughs> I liked that. Um, but let's talk about yeah, the... Yeah, Fred Armisen can do pretty much no wrong, despite the fact that, you know... He's obviously a, the sex freak that freaked out to Elizabeth Moss <laughs> when they were married. Um, and she's a Scientologist, so she can be freaked out by a lot of things. Going. <laughs> so I guess it must have been her smell that got him off. But let's talk about um, one of my favourite scenes. And I, it yes, was yeah. just because Ralph Garman was in it. Um, but I don't know. Was that as funny to you as it was to me? No. No? No. <laughs> I was still kind of rooming. That was just coming off of Molly Shannon popping up and right, doing a yeah. thing about, uh, you know, Southwest Airlines joke. Yeah. Which but is I just, just ruminating on the fact that he's too fat to fly still. That's the joke. Yeah. Well, the weight. And you're on the wait list. And you're like, oh, this is awful. And he's got Molly Shannon there. Yeah. Who, one, physical comedian extraordinaire. Let Get her to do crazy shit. Mm. Two, very funny anyway. Get her to play a crazy character. Heighten it suddenly. No, she's just there. Why? Why? <laughs> and then, Ralph, they need money. They haven't got a credit card to use the app. They need a credit card. Thought... And then someone... The door opens, and I don't know who this person is, but then I realise who it is because I'm nudged violently <laughs> on the arm by someone sitting next to me. I don't know who it was. Was it Ralph Garman who was sitting next yeah, to me, nudging yeah. me? <laughs> hey, it's me! I love Batman! One... <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I don't know. It was nice. One, it was nice to see him, but two, I just thought it was hilarious the way he was reading the guard number and how angry this character was. Mm. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Me and it I worked in a better film. It tickled me. If I wasn't, you know, so annoyed yeah. at the wastage of, at that point, Molly Shannon, and then soon to be the wastage of Fred Armisen. So you've got all the Viewers Universe yeah. films? On Blu-ray. All of them and on Blu-ray. January 20th. Uh, the no, I've got all of them on Blu-ray at the moment, currently. All the ones that exist. Yeah, January 20th. I've got the, all of the Viewers Universe films that exist on Blu-ray at the this moment. This doesn't exist in your world? In your, in you your know the list I made? Screen? Yeah. I haven't updated the list. Wow. This is false. This is a f- fake film. It's a fan film. This is like shooting clips. It is a fan film. Yeah, no, I, I, to- I totally agree with that. It's a yeah. fan film, and he did it just to have it's fun. a fan film written by someone who doesn't know how to write like Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't know how to shoot like Kevin Smith either. What about the Chasing Amy sequel that's in there? Yeah, I hate that. Awful. No, but tell me about how Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck got back together. Because I don't think I've heard that story before. Okay, right. So, um, Kevin Smith, he was trolling uh, Tinder one day, just wondering <laughs> if there's something going on. And then he saw his best friendly Batman. And he swiped right on him. I think it's right. I, yeah, I, swipe, swipe I'm right. not very good at these things. Yeah. And uh, so that's how he got Val Kilmer into the film. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then he found out he got uh, 
he got onto a grinder and found a uh, hot sweaty man with a crazy back tattoo. Figured, oh, this looks interesting. And it's Ben Affleck. So they fucked. <laughs> he was hoping for Francis Dollarhide. Red Dragon. No? Never mind. Um, but yeah. Rafe he... Fines. Francis Dollarhide. I was thinking more the character, not the actor. Rafe Fines. Yeah. Ralph Fiennes. Um, now, but. From the Kinged Man. The. Um, did you not like the Q and A at all afterwards? I, it was very surreal going to a Kevin Smith Q and A film where he only had half an hour. Yeah, some chuckles, but just and being dragged off stage. What was it? Two questions? There were two Four. questions. Four. Four questions. Was it three questions and then someone went to start asking a question? Someone did the. Uh, I'm a big fan of Chasing Amy. I went to see it when I was fourteen. Ah, yes, and yeah. then and he this thing about then, twenty, then 20 minutes. minutes in, and, like, and you had a question to ask. And he walked off stage. I just thought that was... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, hearing the two hours he did at Prince Charles and the you know, two or two hours he did at Genesis as well. Yeah. Week as well. Would you have liked... No. No? After that film, I wanted to just go home. Did you? So if so we... Yeah, I did go home, actually. Yeah. You're right. If, if we'd been... If we'd gone to the Genesis mm. um, and there was that long Q&A, would you have left? And left I, would, me I there? would have been stuck would there. Have, I would have left. I would have been able to go. No? I'd have been stuck there. A couple of people picked... Uh, got oh, the BFI, enough. everyone yeah, walks BFI. out because they're wankers. They're film wankers. I, I pay enough money. And I don't really like movies. I'm going to see this film. I don't know what it's about. What if you were in the back and like, you oh, wouldn't if be seen? If I'm in the back, then I'm complaining to the manager. <laughs> I want to be front and centre for all the films. Because I really like those black and white films where nothing happens for five hours. <laughs> That's my movie. Put a season of that on, please. <laughs> Mmm, Andre Brevin, yummy. <laughs> it's annoying how true that is. Mm, yeah, I remember that. You know, the first time I actually went to BFI was when they had a comic book season on 2008. Oh wow! In the lead up to, because this was just off. This was just around Dark Knight and Hellboy right. Two, and you know, Hellboy Two was a big deal. <clears throat> they did the movie con centered around Hellboy right. Two. Right. All right. Yeah, but the f- first thing I saw there, I got free tickets. I won free tickets to see Mystery Men at the right. British Film Institute. Right. Mystery Men. I had two tickets. No one wanted to come with me. Oh. I sat on my own in NFT2, oh, right. all alone, because there are th- three other people in there. See Mystery really? Men. And I had a blast. I've seen Mystery Men twice on the big screen. Both times very unpacked. The Prince Charles did it a double with Galaxy Quest. Hmm. Completely empty for Mystery Men. Galaxy Quest completely packed. Jeez. And I say, fuck you, Mystery Men's better. Um, Where's that 20th think... anniversary documentary screen junkies? Have they had... Um, like MCU movies on at the BFI. Yeah, the IMAX. Not yeah, mm. but not the BFI. No. Yeah. Well, when they do another superhero thing, Martin Scorsese presents superheroes <laughs> in cinema, leading with the IMAX. Which ride were you going first? <laughs> mm, Black Widow. <laughs> they want, who doesn't want to buy Black Widow? <laughs> mm-hmm. I love um, arachnophobia. But um. Yeah, uh, so I couldn't go to the Genesis Cinema or the Prince Charles. Because, because you're banned for both of them. <laughs> That's what you did last time. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Well, um, yep, don't go and see your, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with, with Johnny because he just can't stop. <laughs> um, but if I had been around, right? And if you were a rich man. <laughs> and having, like, I'd already gone to see BFI screen yeah. I would have gone to one of to those for the probably 
I have to say the Genesis. Yeah. I think they gave him more time. I don't know. Don't well, they had a 4.30 and then a 9.30. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had three hours in between expected for him. So if I'd, if we'd booked two tickets, one for BFI and one for Genesis, mm. do you think you would have tagged along no. for the Genesis? Uh, even though we'd paid, like, say you'd paid for the ticket for no, the Genesis. No, I would have sold it because it sold out. <laughs> good someone else. Smart moves. Yeah. Thank you. Um, right, well, that's yeah. uh, Then would have gone to the cinema to watch Charlie's Angels and Knives Out and realised that they're all awful films. This I can't believe you actually saw Knives Out. I can't believe who did it. It was advertised. It was advertised as a who done it, and there was no mystery. Right. What yes. A, spoiler for Knives Out. You've seen Knives Out, right? Okay, we will go spoiler a bit. Yeah. So Christopher Plummer, I'm, right? I'm, He's Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I'm really curious. Knives Out for a Have you seen? You'd seen the trailer for Knives yeah, Out, right? Yeah, but I didn't really focus on the trailer because I didn't right. care because it's Ryan Johnson. Um. So having not really focused on the trailer, yeah. did did you kind of have an idea even from the trailer having not focused on I it? I had an idea. But it was three steps too far for the film to go. Apparently, right. I was always waiting for the twi- for the, the one penny to drop to reveal the next penny to drop and the next penny, and it didn't come. I was like, oh, oh, and and then the credits started. I was like, fuck you, Phil. <laughs> I was waiting because I was like, oh, that's what I think, and that's the basic thing. But you're going to do another twist on my twist. Yeah, and that's the clever thing. It's that Rick and Morty episode recently in which there's a twist upon the, co- the con episode where there's a twist upon a twist upon a twist upon a twist upon a twist. Right. That's not episode one of the new series. No, it's episode three. Right, I've not seen that yet. Get around it. I've only seen the first episode. Um, I've been busy. Um, But, um, yeah, I think... Have you seen the trailer since? No, because it's not played since in the cinema. Right. It didn't play before Charlie's Angels. (laughs) I remember seeing the trailer for the first time after having seen the film. And I felt like they focused a bit too heavily on the needle and the syringe... And the bottles. And I was thinking, why... D- I th- it, to me, or maybe it was because I just... I knew now. Hmm. But to me, it was just like, you're just giving it away in the trailer here. I'll tell you what, they didn't give away in anything. What? How little they focus on Michael Shannon and Tony Collette. How the they, and Ricky Lindholm. Yeah. Barely in it. Yeah. She's married. She's the one who's married to oh, Michael yeah, Shannon. Yeah, yeah. And she's literally in the, in the background out of focus for almost the entirety of the film. So like two shots. Yeah. Which is Ricky Lindholm. Knives and Out or Last Jedi, which would you watch again? Well, I've got Last Jedi in 3D now. I'm going to give that a go. Why? I, I bought all the Star Wars in 3D. Okay. So that way I now own all the Star Wars films on Blu-ray to some degree. Because I felt like I need to I was almost going to ask you to borrow the uh, Star Wars movies. I think they're on Skydo. I don't know whether I've watched or them. Or we can sit down and watch them all together. And mm. I can tell you how much I enjoy the first three. Phantom Attack. All right. <laughs> Jedi. Phantom Attack Jedi. Yeah. Phantom Attack The Jedi. first three scenes of um, The Phantom Menace, in which The Phantom Attack the Jedi. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to... I, was, I got very confused there. Um, the title police on the way. Uh, so, I guess... You know what the curling police say, though? Don't stand so close to me. <laughs> curling um, jokes, everybody. Curling! I guess there's... Only one question. There's a lot of questions, actually. Are you, Andrew Jones, cinephile about um, <laughs> Jane Silent Poppy Root? I'm a cinephile, and I feel like I've been... Are you, are you mad? I've been cine-defiled. Are you, are you mad you watched... I am mad that this film has to exist. Really? I am mad at Kevin Smith's 2010s. Hmm. 
he had, as a kid growing up, he was the one that was like ah, live action films because I was into animation. Yeah. I was I was drawing. I was into making animation. This is my territory. Yeah. And then I saw you know, I watched more rats a bunch, and then I saw Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back and Dogma pretty quickly together. I thought, oh, these are fun. They are fun. Mm. And it was like right filmmaking. That's a way to go. That's something. Storytelling, character, and don't do it in live action. That's a way to do it as well. And then watching what he's done in this last decade, where he's just kind of given up and fucked about. It's just depressing, and I can't deal with it anymore. So I'm going. I'm giving up. Oh. Kevin Smith died from a heart attack after Zachary made a movie. <laughs> Done. That's how I have to live. Oh, well, oh it's fine because Roman Polanski died in 1969. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Charlie Manson. Yeah, he fucked Charlie Manson. <laughs> yeah, that's how he died. They both died then. That was yeah. great. Um, not a huge loss. I'm curious. Do you think I'm moving mad? I think you enjoyed it enough. Yeah, like I'm. I'm You're like a movie seven indifferent. out of ten, maybe six. Six, yeah. Six yeah. push. See, six because I I had fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, the way he was Kevin Smith introduced it was like you know make it an event. Yeah. Laugh, scream out. No, make a movie. <laughs> I didn't come to the BFI for a theme park ride. It's weird, as he's, and he's it he was sat. Do you think he's actually sat through the film every single time? Yes. Because I was watching it thinking, this is a film that has quickly been edited together. He's probably only seen it five times, so he's watching it in the cinema as much as possible. So he can <laughs> try and edit a director's cut where there might be a joke. Oh. You're burnt. Oh, this is so depressing. I, I'm assuming he enjoys watching other people watch his stuff. Eh, fair enough. Um, yeah. Remember Shame. when he and his wife have sex in the film? Yeah. Uh, uh. They go to a movie to Kate Wakuchi's there. Because, by the way, Garfunkel and Oates had a film coming out together in the cinemas in the UK this weekend. Did they? Yeah. Well, they had a film. One yeah. had Jane Sidebob reboot, yeah. the other had Knives Out. I was like, all oh, right. Now, when's oh, their yeah, movie yeah. happening? And apparently they've got a Netflix yeah. thing going on. Of course. Um, uh, animated musical, I think. Yeah. I wasn't too annoyed with the wife turning up. I was annoyed with uh, the wife not winning all the Oscars, of course. Because <laughs> as I was with... Um, you know, Walnuts. Uh, walnuts myself, <laughs> Jennifer Price. As I was, as I was with um, Harley Quinn, mm. being a major role in it. Well, yeah, Jen's been in a bunch of films anyway. It's, yeah. it's just a given. It's not great, but it's a yeah. given. Um, but it's like... Uh, did I tell you before that um, Harley Quinn Smith was in the Supergirl episodes that... The first Supergirl episode that uh, Kevin Smith directed. Okay. She was sort of like the plot device. She was the daughter of someone that went missing and she was on another planet and stuff. And I think what she was great in. Go on. Clerks too. <laughs> Phenomenal with that. <laughs> that moment where she turns and she smiles and she's got a cute, you know, yeah. thing and she just waves at Dante in the car. Was like, That's charming. <laughs> That's sweet and charming. Do you, you think you don't need? Dialogue. Do you think... Imagine if she pulled out a knife and said a bunch of cuss words at Dante at that point. <laughs> Do you think if... Um, oh, also, yeah, I fucking hate the fact that, uh, you know, the idea that Dante and Randall aren't happy with their convenience store life when Clerks was a perfect ending of them just accepting the way they're going and happy where they are. The whole point is I love being in that moment. That's what they say. So fuck Kevin Smith for saying they yeah, don't really that's like the that. That's the perfect ending. Clerks 3, isn't it? Yeah, to, is they yeah. make Clerks, which is a joke they were going to do in the animated yeah. movie. Like, um, no, they're happy where they are. That's the point of that episode. It ends the whole chapter. The thingy. Um, what's her name? Lannis Morissette literally closes the book yeah. on the whole thing because it's perfect ending. And someone just decided to write a sequel. 
Yeah. They said, go set a watch, man. Also, Matt Damon popping up, which just out of the blue. Just for the sake of having, yeah. you've got Matt Damon. Yeah. I was like, hey, remember me? I'm Loki. Not from Marvel. Yeah. That was a bit just like... I didn't narrate the whole thing. Plugged out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. He wasn't in it before or after. No, it's literally just, just there for like, hey, we've got him back. Yeah. No, don't do that. <coughs> do something with that if you do that. Mm. Um, it doesn't have to be Loki either. You can have one of his other characters. Yeah. Like his, you know, jerk character from Chaser Gamey. Get do him you, and Casey Affleck in there. Do you think you'd have been a bit... We get Will Smith back from Jersey Girl. Do you think you'd have been a bit less angry about it if they hadn't done the whole Kevin Smith as a character now? Oh, at that point, I just... You're head in the hands. I forgot that even existed. Because that was from the, quite early on as well, wasn't it? They introduced him as a character. Yeah, but the, they, they the... introduced that he was doing it, but that, I didn't... But then they... And they had a little video, but then they actually brought him on yeah. to be a big part of the final act. And, and he even replaced... A, and they literally have a switcheroo which lasts five seconds. Between him and Silent Bob. No, just do the whole switcheroo. Yeah. And that's the joke. And have that the whole sequence. Um, he, he just doesn't commit. Because the original idea wasn't... was Stanley. Stanley. Do you think that would have worked better? Oh, God, no. If they did the thing with the Rogue One Darth Vader thing of Stanley, I would just have cried. Yeah. Like, this, what are we doing? You don't have the budget for this. You're not cool enough to do this. And it's an embarrassing thing to do anyway. I think for me, I just don't care enough to have any big feelings like you do about it yeah like you know it happened and fun mm. a couple of nice fun scenes and it's nice to, nice to see podcasters i listen to quite regularly do things but yeah i've been to podfest I yeah <laughs> right i was talking to someone beforehand who was talking you know they're a bit concerned they they're one of those bfi people who just get tickets for things right and uh that uh, they like kevin smith except they absolutely hate james hunt bob straight back and they just hope it's not that again Oh, right. And so I wonder how they were like for that whole film, yeah, which was whole... just James and Bob strike back without any striking. Yeah. Barely any back. <laughs> Broke or otherwise. Oh, what an episode, eh? Um... This was a special episode, a bonus. Yeah. And the bonus was me having to suffer. But it's fine. It's not the only It's time fine because we've got this. cats coming up. I was going to say, <laughs> it's not the only time we're going to have to suffer this December. <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> Alright. I was going up the thing. Thought you were gonna press it. No. Oh, I'm not gonna press it. You wanna, you wanna press me? I'll take you down the what, what do we call our pub? The local. The local The local, there we go. What's what's the crest on the local? We're here, so are you. Drink up. No, no, what's the what's the what does it look like with the the image on the crest for the local? We don't have an image, we're all audio. <laughs> Nothing really exists. I'm just waves on a computer. I'm an AI. Oh, God. AI, what's going on here? <laughs> Next up on Radio 4, we bring you the world at one. It's doing well. Um, it's just been born. It's been crying a lot. A bit teething. Um, I think we might share it frozen just to get it to sleep later. How's it going? Probably got next. It's woman's hour. Hello, I'm a woman. I've got nothing to say, but uh, I've got an hour with me, so I'm just gonna <laughs> sit here and do some work. You alright, love? Hey, Sheila. Teach. All right. We'll be back in a second. Well, a minute. Probably an hour. So uh, it'll be silent. It'll be radio silence. 
Radiant, four, 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 extra. <laughs> we just got hijacked by BBC. They're on the airwaves. What a weird moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, there has to be something fun in this show, and it's not yeah. going to be from Kevin Smith. Oh. It has to be from me, professional improviser. Well, hey, we're going to be back to fun next episode. Next well, normal episode. Who knows what the next episode is going to be? What is the next episode going to be? I don't know. I'm going to plop it out in December whenever we plop it out. Right. It's not a set time. This You might be hearing this next week. You might be hearing it last week. Who bloody knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's not where it plops. It's when. Hmm. I might be in Ireland already, living there by now. By the time it just comes out. Who knows? You might be in Iceland. Ireland. Might be in Bahamas. Iceland getting some food. Gotta love Kerry Katona. Kerry Katona? Yeah. The spokeswoman for Iceland. She's still the spokeswoman for Iceland. In my heart, she in is. Your heart. <laughs> Does she make you whole again? <laughs> bring back Kerry Katona, is what I'm saying. Hashtag. Hashtag bring back Kerry Katona. <laughs> you can't even commit to that. Where can we find you? Um, I'm at movie underscore mad on Twitter. So that's where Instagram. you'll be hashtagging bring back Kerry <laughs> yes. Katona. And on Instagram, where you'll yeah. be tagging Hashtag all of your yeah. pictures. Yep. Of you with a Kerry Katona cut um, out that's disappeared. <laughs> a, whole, a shape of a silhouette of a Kerry Katona cut out that isn't quite there anymore. Well, where can we find <laughs> the, you? The chalk outline. <laughs> bring her back. I'm at Ethan Runt. I make jokes. You do. Just like Jane Silent Bob Reboot did. No, I'm, I make jokes. Joke. I make jokes. I don't even get paid for it. Oh. I bet you. How much? Only in, in single dollar bills, though. You have to bend over so I can slip them in. I can do that, and I can probably convert it for a decent price at this point, because our <laughs> pound has dropped. Are you moving underscore mad? That's our Twitter. What is our Twitter? Are you moving mad at hotmail.com? No, you can email us and oh, tell us what you think, Kevin Smith. <laughs> do you think he'll hear this? Fuck no. No? No. I think he's one of those he's people He's got too many looks... podcasts to record. He hasn't got time to listen to I th- anything else. I think he's one of those people that looks for his film everywhere. Yeah, but... He'll retweet us, for sure. <laughs> We retweet you. Oh, yeah. Because I liked it. So yeah, yeah. Well done. <laughs> I heard he po- said that. Do you want to be on the poster? Stay his friend. Yeah. Do you want to be on the DVD? Post, yeah. I liked it. Johnny Ralph Ellis. Garman's great. <laughs> Ralph Garman is a spectacle. <laughs> For your consideration, poster. <laughs> Best actor. It's a picture of him yelling. <laughs> Go Not for, even support. Go for Ralph Straight Garman. Main. Go for Ralph Garman. Stay until the end of Ralph Garman's scene. <laughs> oh dear. You can also find us on Facebook. We can, yes. Yeah. Search Are You Movie Mad on Facebook. We're there. We post. Yep. We're there. We're there. We post. We're there. Until next time, whenever next time is. Or wherever next time is. <laughs> Doctor Who. Same time. Same channel? Or different time, different channel. Who knows? Probably the same channel. Radio 4. <laughs> Don't know what time. What it was. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. 